How you doing, everybody, and welcome to the Beast Mode Kids Podcast. My name is Patrick Davey, and with me is Zool. Yes, and Zool is here. Zool is here, and she just wants in your lap so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's me, of course. And then there's me. Who is me? Who is me? Who, who is me is Alora. That's right. Absolutely. Laura Davey. Good. Good. So I don't know if Zool's really going to leave you alone unless you leave her alone. So you make sure you you do that. I still don't think it's going to work. <laughs> she just if you're letting if you're willing to let her sit behind you, she will. She yeah. will. She will. <laughs> Anywho, all right. I'm gonna let you fight with her with all of that here. So, but yeah. we have a lot of things to discuss today. One of the things that I want to talk about right away and is, is passion. And to, to be passionate about something is is really important. And I think that it really helps ground us to something that uh, that we really want to do or be a part of or something we want to just kind of better ourselves at. But to have that passion, you also have to be able to put in the time to be able to create that passion more. And it doesn't matter if it's music, if it's theater, if it's sports, if it's art. It doesn't matter what it is. You have to put in that time. Being passionate about something is, is a really huge, huge thing that uh, both kids and adults should do or at least have some sort of passion. So like now, Alora, yourself, what is something that you are passionate about? Something that I'm passionate about, which I've said before in in this podcast, is I'm passionate about theater. I really like being in plays. I am passionate about drawing and painting. Right. Which we'll get more into later. Right. And so this is taking that time. And I think like during this time, I mean, kids, you pretty much have off, you know, other than some schoolwork that you have to do at home, you almost have six weeks off or six weeks, six months off. (laughs) Six weeks off. Which is, I mean, six months is ridiculous. It truly is. But we're in a weird, weird world right now. So taking advantage of that is huge. You have all the time in the world. You can't do a lot of other things. And I, and I look at one of the biggest things that I hear is uh, when it comes down to building a skill is that you should put in 10,000 hours to build that skill. And that's a lot of time, but that's where like you're going to master that skill with that amount of time. You know, you talk, listen to any musician, you listen to any artist, you listen to any basketball player, someone who just shoots free throws over and over and over and over again, they'll do that. And I was telling Laura, she has no idea who this person is, but I was, there's a gentleman by the name of Joe Maurer, baseball player, played 15 years in the major leagues for the Minnesota Twins. And his passion for the game made him a Hall of Famer. I mean, the guy played 15 years, had a 306 batting average throughout his career, struck out less than 70, 70 strikeouts per year on his average through all that. And for you baseball nuts that listen to this here, you can you can test my numbers on all that too. I, I, I'm pretty accurate on all that, just so you know. Um, <laughs> but there's but there's one thing, and I bring him up specifically because my, uh, my friend Josh, um, we were at a game, we were at a Twins-White Sox game one time, and I was complaining about a ball that got thrown to Joe Maurer when we were sitting at the game. And he looked me dead in the eyes. He says, it's a ball when it's a, it's a strike when Joe Maurer says it's a strike. And that's a quote that will always live inside my brain, which is not nice. Cause I don't like that quote, but it will ever be there. And that's very, very true. He's going to strike out 70 times per season, but that also shows the passion that it took him to get to that place. The amount of work, the amount of swings, the amount of uh, hand con, uh, I, Hand-eye coordination. There you go. Hand-eye coordination. Thank you for all that that it takes for that and the practice that does this. You have to be passionate about what you do with that. I mean, I don't care. Like, Laura, with your drawing, that pen on paper, that pencil on paper, whatever that is, you have to do the same line over and over and over again to learn exactly 
how that line should look, the angle of the utensil that you're using. So many different things that go along with that. And so it's taking that time and knowing that, yeah, it's going to take hours hours upon hours and hand cramps i can see you drawing already and you coming out with yeah. the with the claw in your hand going like i can't move my hand right now it hurts so bad right now that has happened to me so many times <laughs> it's just like i have been shading and drawing for the past like even if it's like 20 minutes but it's like very fine lining like if you're it all depends on what kind of drawing you're doing like if it's just like a little sketch that doesn't really matter all that much yeah, it's pretty simple and you're not going to be like, okay, I need to get micro precision on this versus if you're drawing like an actual like first there's going to be a draft and then you're going to go over that with thicker lines and then you're going to erase the draft and then you're going to color it and then blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but just because it's a picture that you're not, that you're just do you're more or less doodling. Yeah. You still want to make correct lines. You still want to make sure that that looks the best you possibly can because that's practice. Yeah. I mean, you start getting sloppy with those doodles, then it's going to be, then that's only going to show further into what you're, uh, what you're trying to accomplish with uh, with some, some piece that you're working hard on. But now when, uh, with all of this lack of school, you, uh, you, you, you have received a lot of emails and more importantly, you received a lot of emails last week. Yes. Uh, why was that? Because I was like, there was like, so on my school iPad that we had to bring home because of the homeschooling thing and all that. Right. Um, there's a certain app that we use at school usually, and that usually has our assignments on it. And on it right now I have, um, I believe I have math, science, um, gym, choir, um, there's two more. Uh, I think it was art and computer apps, but sure. computer apps I don't use anymore because for those of you who don't know, my school has it so that like the first half of the year you're in computer apps or art and then the other half you're in the other. So, right. yeah. And then the second half I was in art. So, but, and that's how we like access our homework now because that's the easiest way for them to do it. Cause they can submit videos and they can give the lessons and all the homework stuff and they can give links on that. And it's just an easy platform to use. Yeah. But see, okay, let me, let me, I'm going to stop you right there. Why did you just get all of your emails? Because my email was like, I set it up, but then it wasn't receiving emails for some reason. I don't know why. So how did you so, set it up? So we, I set it up just like we were supposed to. I'm going to assume not. <laughs> if I go in there and I went through what the teacher had us do and everything just blew up on there. Yeah, you skipped a step in there somewhere. I probably do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is being honest with yourself and those around you too. So that's where they, there was a little snafu in there. But did you, did you go through all those emails? Yes. And did yes, you, I did. did you learn some things that you probably like, oh, I should probably know that? Yeah, I did actually. Oh, that's amazing. That's <laughs> the best line though is that once I showed it to you and you started noticing that because you were, you were emailing some of your friends. Yeah. To try to con to that. And you were wondering why you weren't getting anything back. But your words to me was, yay, people like me. <laughs> so you do. There are people that like you out there. I know. I know, right? There's I'm so all, special. All four of them. You got it. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. You're just fine there. Mm-hmm. 
know if you, that. If you did not know that, five. if you did not know that, Alora's the coolest kid in the class, and she likes to <laughs> to to pronounce that word "coo," "coo." She's very cool, very that loudly. Like the opposite of who I am at school. <laughs> very cool. That's exactly where you are. Meh. Meh. All right. So, um. When you, uh, with all of the new things that are going on and more time spent at home, we're going to actually make Laura do some extra cooking. Yay. She's going to do some extra cooking. cooking. We we already have a day like this the week that she's choosing not only what we are eating, but that she's going to help us make it. So what was it again that you are looking for? I was going to, I'm going to choose to make homemade ramen. Not like, not like. The 50 cent packages that you can get from women's. The ones that we all ate in college that were, you know, that's the only thing we could afford kind of thing. Right. Some actual ramen. All right. I'm, yeah. game, I'm game for that. That sounds like great. Noodles and maybe some pork. Um, usually eggs are involved. A whole bunch of stuff. We'll I don't really know yet. Right. Just trying to find a website that um, would give a good recipe. So if anybody has a recipe, you know what? That probably won't help by then. But still... Say, like, email my dad. What's the email again, Dad? Beast Mode Kids. Beast Mode Kids 201 at gmail.com. Yeah, email us there and say what one of your favorite dinners is to make. Yeah, something that you and your family, doesn't matter if you're son, daughter, mom, dad, all the things go along with that kind of a family cooking kind of thing. We'd love to hear about that and what you're cooking and uh, who you're cooking it with. Yeah. So now when it comes down to you're learning a lot of things with this too, like not only how hot the pan should be <laughs> because you can't burn your food because I've, I've had friends with who are now wives that used to believe that the hotter the pan, the faster the food will get done. <laughs> not understanding that you'll burn the outside and everything on the inside will be nice and raw through all that. that. So there's, there's a heat temperature that goes along with all that, knowing what kind of pan to use the tools that you need to use, regardless if it's a spatula or a spoon, that kind of stuff. So what is one thing that you've learned so far that you're like, huh, that's a really good thing to know? Um, To spray the pan. If you're doing anything in a pan, usually, well, I'm just going to say anything because it's still smart to do it. Spray the pan first. <laughs> Always spray the pan first. I'm not going to argue with that up because I've not done it and it was terrible. <laughs> you know, with a lot of pans you have, I mean, you, you have professional chefs that do a lot of different stuff that actually have some high quality pans and stuff like that and they can get away without doing that, but well, yes. if uh, you know, if you're like myself and and many other people that don't have the $300 pans, yeah, <laughs> you may want to spray your pans before you uh, get on there. But now not only are you learning those kind of things, but like you're with all of the searching for food that you've been doing. Cause you do spend a lot of time on Pinterest trying to figure all that Lots stuff out. Right. Of Pinterest. But like other than ramen, are there any other dishes that you're like, Oh, this would be good. This would be good. This would be good. Any of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I've always wanted to do like, 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 so for people who don't know, I really like sushi. So sushi at home would be awesome. Yeah, we need more tools to go along. Yeah, with we that. need we more don't tools have the, we don't though have the for that. For Plus, Bo probably wouldn't like it, so that wouldn't really work unless if it was like a lunch for me, mom, and dad, or something like that. Sure, but, but like a family thing. Um, making Chinese takeout at home? I don't really know. <laughs> making Chinese takeout? How about just Chinese food instead of Chinese takeout? Yeah. <laughs> 
So either way, that's one of the hard things is that I do a lot of cooking, and we love to be able to go out to eat right now and and uh, and 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 support a lot of our local businesses and stuff. And Asian food is not one of my fortes. I've I've never been the good thing. I love Mongolian beef, and it's uh. I have never done the best with all of that myself there, but that's definitely something we we can try again. It's finding those dishes and trying generally when mom and I do that, like I'm not really sure if this is going to turn out. We refer to that as a Culver's night (laughs) because there was one time I made this dish called chicken Jafrizi. That is, Oh, I think I remember that one. Yeah. It was at our old house. Um, It's an Indian dish and it's absolutely amazing, but, it called for green chilies and I wasn't paying attention to what I was using. And instead of green chilies that I put in there was a can of green jalapenos. <laughs> so the heat inside of this dish was so intense. I think I was able to choke down about three bites of it. And, and that's saying a lot because dad can eat a lot of spicy stuff. I can eat some spicy stuff and it's fine. And then I think Aaron tried one. And I think Laura just smelled it. and was like, uh-uh. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, that night that was a Culver's night. I took uh, that was a Culver's night. So that is our go-to. Then anytime we try something new, we refer to it as a Culver's night, just because you just never know if it's going to turn out in any Plus way. Culver's is like we all like Culver's. The Culver's is probably if you're going to do fast food, is probably one of the tastier ones, give or take. You know, I'm I'm they I'm biased. Have really good chicken strips. They do. They do. They do. <laughs> I would I say you said chicken strips. I was going to say cheese curds, but whatever. They do have good cheese curds, too. <laughs> okay. And onion rings and french fries. All right. Food. So you have a question on here. I want you to read it to me because okay. I'm not sure. I want you, if, if I'm reading it correctly, it contradicts itself. So let's okay. go ahead and I want you to read that to me. So I have a would you rather question. Would you rather. All right, great. Shoot. What do you got? Okay. Would you rather eat your favorite food for the rest of your life for every meal? Okay. Or never eat your favorite food again. Oh, okay. I would never eat my favorite food again. Why? Because I don't want to eat the same thing forever. Yeah, I can agree. So that's where <laughs> that guy... Now, don't get me wrong. Favorite food... Like, what? Do you know what your favorite food is? I don't exactly have one, you say but one, it's like... You one thing. Not like, well, like this and this. No, one. Yeah. Anyone ever ask you? Mine's hamburgers. Yeah. Now, the nice thing about a hamburger, it's kind of a blank canvas. Yeah. So if you take just a regular patty, you can put so many different things on that. But now are you being specific of being like, you get cheese, ketchup, mustard, pickles, onions, that's what you get for uh, every meal? I think it would have to be like the same thing over and over again, probably. Right. Then, yeah, no. No, yeah. I could I could handle not eating hamburgers at that for point For me, in time. probably my favorite food is mashed potatoes. I'm going to go with mashed potatoes. It's not even a food. Yes, it is. Gross. Are potatoes a food? They're they're edible, <laughs> but I mean, so are turnips and so are coconuts. There's a lot of things that are edible. Anything's edible if you try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't disagree with that, but you're going to have to try pretty, pretty hard with all of that right there. But now that, that's an interesting question due to that you have this. If you if you ever get stuck in a world, because even we get stuck in ruts for food, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, we're just kind of like, how oh, we've been eating the same thing over and over again. Now, for me, really, all in all, that's not my, your mom has more of an issue with it than I do because yeah. I my my breakfast and lunches are pretty standard. Dinners is what changes with all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Could you eat the same food for the most time? Let's say we had five meals that we ate over and over and over again. We just rotated through. Could you do that? I mean, if they're really good food, yeah. Like if we're eating Reuben casserole and then we're eating like 
uh, well, f- if they're foods that like are really good foods, then then I'm cool with it. Like, like the chicken roll ups and the Thanksgiving dinners and the good nice hamburger nights. Like, if we rotated through that, that wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of cooking once every five days. If I'd made a Thanksgiving meal every five days, jeez. I mean, why not? Why not? Just leftovers take, for just every Just take lunch. ten hours and cook all day, and then eat for ten minutes and clean up for the rest of the day. That sounds awesome. Every mm-hmm. five days. Every five days. Good. All right. So now you you were talking before when we were talking about passion, talking about painting. Now, like, what kind of different styles of painting do you actually enjoy doing? Um, or so, or even drawing, painting or drawing. So. It actually varies when I do, because when I do drawing. Well, it depends. Dad, stop. It's actually serious. (laughs) It's so serious. So what I do is for drawing like normal sketches with pencil or like coloring with colored pencil or markers or like crayons and all that stuff, I like to draw people because that's something I'm really good at and I like to do because with people... It can expand so far. Like, there's so many different things that you could do. Like, there's different clothing items. There's different hairstyles, different eyes, different eye colors, all of the different things that you can do. And you can just make it so different. Well, I mean, drawing a person is kind of that blank canvas, too. Because you get a head, shoulders, arms, torso, legs, all the other kind of stuff, right? Exactly. And changing length of hair, color of hair, shape of eyes. I mean, you can make a... You know, clothing accessories there's so many different it. things that right that's you can really change significantly just using one the same body frame over and over again okay and then what i like to what i prefer to paint is landscapes because when it comes to painting sometimes it's harder to get like the specific lines and the good like shading lines like you would need when you're doing people like if you want to draw a shadow Painting might be okay for that, but for me, it's just harder, I guess. But landscapes, I feel like anything could be anywhere, right? Like, there's sunsets over valleys, and there's mountains in the snowbanks, and there's <laughs> mountains There's in the mountains in the snowbanks. You, you nailed it right there. And then there's, like fields and there's like a whole bunch of different places that you can paint and it's just so much fun so now okay so now is it you might know the terminology better than i do but when it comes down to like real realism is it realistic realism realism or realistic okay is that your preference you like to make things look as realistic as they possibly can or do you have a certain um, style that you like to dig into i kind of like to do like when it comes to painting and I'm doing a landscape, usually it's not, like, extremely realistic. Like, you can see people online, like, there's a whole bunch of people who can draw it to the point where it looks real. Oh, sure, right. But I don't do it like that. Like, I do it similar, I guess. Like, if it's something that's supposed to be far away, it's not going to look as real because in real life you wouldn't be able to see it as well. Sure, that's right. And, like... So, I did this painting not that long ago, actually. I think this was, like, yesterday. <laughs> you did a landscape yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. two days ago, something like that. But I did a painting with a sunflower field, and it was mountains, and there was a, either a sunrise or a sunset, whatever you interpret it to be. Okay, sure. I think it was a sunrise, though. Anyways, um, so... 
I was doing a sunflower field, but for the flowers, like, most people might try to make it so that there's some flowers, like, really up close that you can see really well. But what I just did was, like, blobs of, like, yellow and orangish paint. Okay. So that's not, like, super realistic, I guess, but it give it the effect, and that's kind of what the point is. Okay. I know there's a term for that that style, but I'm not sure exactly what that is. Yeah, I think... Let's go with it's similar to Claude Monet for anybody who knows what Claude, who Claude Monet is. I studied I studied this in our class. Oh, all right. <laughs> so okay. Um, Claude uh, Monet is an awesome painter. Just Monet. Yes, you just have to say Claude. You just I say don't Monet. care. <laughs> then you should just say Claude. I enjoy me some Claude. All right. So now on here you're talking about painting and it says different styles and then at the bottom it says what did Dad think of it. Yeah, what do you think of my paintings? What do I think of your paintings? Yeah, what do you think? I think they're great. I think that that because so now for myself, I love abstract. Yeah, that is my style of that I enjoy looking at and stuff. And I think that you walk a fine line between realism and abstract, and yeah. which is really interesting to me. And so I really, really enjoy all of that myself. And so that that allows you to kind of be who you are and really kind of take two different styles and smash them together. And you just play with that. And then again, this goes back we're back to that passion part. The more yeah. time you spend on that, the more time that you you take. With all of those things, the better you're going to get to what you're to what you feel is going to be your best work through yeah. all of that. So, all right, that is our time, fine and dandy. Yay! Thank you again, Alora, for all of your time that you give me. Yes, you and, should and, thank and, me every and, episode. And the love that you give me through in and throughout all the hugs you give me every day. And okay, just now it's just getting cheesy. Right, Please stop. There, <laughs> right. there we go. That's what I got, everybody. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your day. We'll see you later. Bye, guys.